Generation Church, based in the beautiful Rex Theater in the heart of downtown Pensacola, Florida. Our hope is that today's teaching will encourage and equip you to be firm in faith, to fulfill the call of God in your life, and to finish well. Grab your Bible, open up your notes app, and let's dive in. I love that song. It talks about the, the nature of God. Um, I want to read Psalms 34, verses 1 through 8, and then I'm going to bless you with this little short video that um, is just so encouraging. You know, when you talk about the nature of God, you just think about the names of God, how powerful He is. A couple weeks ago when I preached the sermon, I talked about how in the morning I love to just remind myself of who God is. And just, you know, I'll pull up a I'll pull up a thing that I have on the Old Testament names of God, that he's the Lord of hosts, he's, a, he's the Lord of peace, that he'll provide. The fact that he's a jealous God, he, uh, jealous over your life and, and your affection to him. I, I love that word affection. You know, we just talked, we just sang about the love of God, right? Does he have my affection? And, and so we need to think about that, that he's an everlasting God. He's, he's a God who sanctifies you. He's our righteousness. It goes on. You could just go on forever and ever about about God. Psalms 34, 1 through 8 says, I will bless the Lord at all times, and his praise shall continually be in my mouth. Good times, bad times. My soul makes its boast in the Lord, and let the humble hear and be glad. Oh, magnify the Lord with me, and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, and he answered me, and he delivered me from all of my fears. Those who look to him are radiant, and their faces shall never be ashamed. This poor man cried, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all of his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps around those who fear him, and he delivers them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, and blessed is the man who takes refuge in him. It's important to taste and to meditate on that. You know, when you taste something, if it's really, really good, you just chew it. You just, like, you savor the taste. So I want us to savor, to the best of our ability, just the goodness of God and who he is as we take communion. Because as we take communion now, remember, communion is about remembrance. It, it, it's be careful not to forget. And the Lord told us to do this, to recall the events of his birth the life, the resurrection, and our salvation. So I want to play this clip right now. It's, many of you have, have heard it, um, but if, uh, if you have, then it's a great reminder of just the goodness of God. It's from the late Reverend Lockridge, born in 1913, died in 2000. And so let's play this before we take our communion. The Bible says, my king is the king of the Jews. He's a king of Israel. He's a king of righteousness. He's a king of the ages. He's a king of heaven. He's a king of glory. He's a king of kings. And he's the Lord of lords. That's my king. I wonder, do you know him? My king is a sovereign king. No means of measure can define his limitless love. He's enduringly strong. He's entirely sincere. He's eternally steadfast. He's immortally graceful. He's imperially powerful. He's impartially merciful. Do you know him? He's the greatest phenomenon that has ever crossed 
the horizon of this world. He's God's son. He's a sinner's savior. He's the centerpiece of civilization. He's unparalleled. He's unprecedented. He is the loftiest idea in literature. He's the highest personality in philosophy. He's the fundamental doctrine of true theology. He's the only one qualified to be an all-sufficient savior. I wonder if you know him today. He supplies strength for the weak. He's available for the tempted and the tried. He sympathizes and he saves. He strengthens and sustains. He guards and he guides. He heals the sick. He cleans the lepers. He forgives sinners. He discharges debtors. He delivers the captive. He defends the feeble. He blesses the young. He serves the unfortunate. He regards the age. He rewards the diligent. And he beautifies the meek. I wonder if you know him. He's a key to knowledge. He's a wellspring of wisdom. He's a doorway of deliverance. He's a pathway of peace. He's a roadway of righteousness. He's a highway of holiness. He's a gateway of glory. Do you know him? Well, his life is matchless. His goodness is limitless. His mercy is everlasting. His love never changes. His word is enough. His grace is sufficient. His reign is righteous. And his yoke is easy. And his burden is light. I wish I could describe him to you. He's indescribable. He's incomprehensible. He's invincible. He's irresistible. Well, you can't get him out of your mind. You can't, you can't get him off of your head. You can't outlive him, and you can't live without him. Well, the Pharisees couldn't stand him, but they found out they couldn't stop him. Pilate couldn't find any fault in him. Herod couldn't kill him. Death couldn't handle him, and the grave couldn't hold him. Pretty amazing, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, let's uh, let's let's give God praise for that. It's uh, amazing. I, I was going to read that, but I just didn't think I could do it justice. <laughs> In the last minute, they I, I asked them if they could uh, play that, and so um, they did. They were able to do that then. So thank you. I just love that. It just um, it's so amazing. I, I love when he says that. I'm having a hard time describing him. <laughs> it's amazing. So as we, uh, I want to read Ephesians 2 before we take the elements right now. It says, remember that at, uh, at that time that you were separated from Christ, you were alienated, having no hope without God in the world. But now, in Christ Jesus, you, who were once far off, have been brought near by the blood of Jesus. First Corinthians says, and when they had given thanks, he broke it and said, this is my body, which is for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Let's take a bread. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Verse 25. In the same way, also he took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you 
eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Father, I thank you that we can come together as a as the unified body of Christ to celebrate Lord what what you did for us that we truly were without hope in a broken world. And Lord, you pierced that darkness. You came you came as a child, you came as one of us. You did beautiful things while you were walking on this earth, Lord, and you healed and you loved you loved the broken. And then you died. You took our sins, Lord, and you washed us clean. Something that we could never have, have done on our own because we're sinful. And we thank you that you did that for us. And that you rose again so that we can have eternal life. And right now we remember we remember you and your goodness and who you are. I ask, Lord, that in this coming year, Father, in the days to come, that we would all, Father, have a greater understanding of, of who you are. That, Lord, that when the tough times come, we wouldn't turn around, we wouldn't back down, we wouldn't flee, but that we would stand strong, Lord, in your word and who you are. That the words that we sing here on a Sunday morning would actually be lived out in our lives, Lord, that we would really give you all of us, Lord, and the things, Lord, that we hold back, that we would um, in, that we would turn them over to you and that we would trust you with the things, Father, that we don't understand. We give you glory. We thank you for you are the King of kings, the Lord of lords. For it's in your name we pray. Amen. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out with us at Generation. You can connect with us on Facebook or Instagram at Generation Pensacola or go to the website at generationpensacola.com and from wherever you download your podcasts. If today's teaching impacted you, we'd love to hear about it. So please drop us a note.